Joining me now for Locked On Gators is Shannon Snell. And Mr. Snell, we're uh, we're at a, a very fun time through Florida Gators football right now. First year head coach, Anthony Richardson, just all the buzz around him. Top 10 recruiting class, the Cormani kerfuffle, whatever you want to call it from last week. You have Brenton Cox getting dismissed. And I, I want to know just your take right now is what are your biggest takeaways from this program in Billy Napier's first season? So you different ways, right? I think a lot of people um, sometimes really about what Billy Napier said in his, his initial presser. Uh, um, he told us to have a lot of work to do. Um, we have to win back some sort of state of Florida. Um, you know, there was going to be times that the fan base was, um, that they didn't agree with what he was doing. They didn't agree with, you know, whatever his game plan was. And he told us that, you know, eventually the Gators would get back to the point where it's, and, you know, I think <laughs> somebody asked me, and while it was like one of the big Biggest wins in, in Florida history beating the universe also was one of the biggest curses because I think coming out the gate, um, it's story of unrealistic expectation. Um, Utah was everybody to beat us. They were a good team. They had a great offense. They brought back, back 18 of 20. Um, the list goes on and on. Florida beats that team, but it goes back to own at the time. Utah didn't know what they were getting themselves into. They were coming into a hostile environment in the swamp. Coaching staff, they knew nothing about other than maybe cutting on some University of Louisiana tape against a, a team with a quarterback that had only like one start under his belt. That being said, is Florida played a really good game. Um, surprise Utah. Utah ended up taking them in the swamp at the end of the day. There were still so many uh, deficiencies. And in what Florida was doing, great, right? As they don't right now. You have a scheme where you're running, you know, what Patrick Tony's running a cover three scheme. Now you're asking guys that ran man coverage and cover two schemes. They were recruited under Todd Grant and the run on that scheme are now running a tune. If anybody, even if you're copping on your Madden, which a lot of our, our fans like to do. It's a totally different scheme, cover two versus cover three. You have to have the guys that have done it, and very difficult. So, you know, the defense hasn't been up to par. Anthony, he's learning throughout the season. So I'm making every excuse in the book, but this is nothing different than what Billy Presser. He said, look, we were going to go through some growing pains. He was excited to have Anthony Richardson. Um, he was excited to, you know, step up to a, a – a real deal SEC try to, you know, bring the Gators back to national relevance. But let's let's be honest, man. I, I wasn't, but I wasn't expecting the Gators to be, um, you know, and, and the, was I expecting progression? Yes. And I think for all intents and purposes, the Gators have progressed a single phase of the game every single every single week. Has it? Have they been able to? They've had injuries. They've had things happen. They've had, you know, various things that happen to any football. 
But uh, once again, it goes back. Billy Napier is building something. If you look at his recruiting class, building a top 10 recruiting class is, is great. And I think people sometimes forget or the year before is that we totally dropped the ball in recruiting legitimately. We didn't have the um, recruit top talent because, you know, the former coach didn't think it was a necessity. He thought he could out the problem because even this past week, which we just saw at Georgia, is that they had just better and nothing, not knocking any of the guys at the University of Florida. It's just that they're in year um, against guys that have been in a system that have been with the same Billy's got, he's, it's going to take some time. And I'm not just talking about this year. We're talking about the following year, the year after, before we get to really see what Billy Napier can do. I urge everybody that that's looking at this to say, well, we just want to see progression every single week. week." That is that it it was, it was a, it was a, basically a crap storm last year. I mean, the program to know what a lot of the, the current, the, the, Former players said what a lot of the current players are. They're in a better position now than they than they than they were the last couple of years, and it's going to pay off. It's just that they got to get Bill patient. You're going to take your lumps, and I think a lot of Gator the Gator fans now have never been in this bend. Whenever you, you when we hired in Jim McElwain, he was able to take them to a couple SEC title games. When they have, they had a really good year where they were uh, where they were you know they went to a New Year's Day Bowl. And, um, uh, uh, Dan Mullen, right? The first couple of years, you go to New Year's Day Bowls and you get the Bama. Well, when all those things pile up and you lose out on recruiting, like two years in recruiting, that affects you four years down the road. And I think a lot of people fail to realize that when you don't have structure, um, guys that have bought into the program per se, you get these kind of problems. His small businesses are back in business and LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people that you want to interview faster and for free. And I, I highly recommend LinkedIn Jobs, by the way, with simple tools like screening questions, makes it easier for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and higher. And we've said this, we've said this multiple times here. Numbers don't lie. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, um, I think that one of the most telling things, and you I think it was you that tweeted about this um maybe a couple days ago with recruiting where Dan Mullen's recruiting classes, like you could look at them and there's, there's a ton of these blue chip players, but half of them aren't eligible. Like, like half of them can't play. And so I was having this discussion uh, yesterday with someone where they were like, oh, well, Napier and Mullen have the same ranked rooting, uh, recruiting class in their first year. And it's like, yeah, but <laughs> look at the list of who Mullen brought in. And most of them, you're like, they never played for Florida. So, so it's one of those things where recruiting just it's not matching up with, I guess, people's people are caring too much about the ranking. I think also um, missing out on Cromani sucked, but it happens. And I, I want to ask you about this because you're someone who is involved in NIL. Obviously you have a deal with Gators offensive line and you are, I believe the nickname that you like is barbecue Thanos is, is what we'll go with. Um, right. So <laughs> 
how do you feel kind of about how NIL has gone for college sports so far in terms of whether it's recruiting or like how you do it with, with offensive line, just kind of, kind of getting their flowers from you there. So it's a new age. It's a new date. You know, NIL has changed the recruiting landscape. Um, you know, a lot of these student athletes have now, now view football, the recruiting aspect, but here's the thing is, is that a guy can enter the portal if he feel somewhere else and take take into account the the guy that won the Blitnikoff last year, Jordan Addison, to Pittsburgh and said, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm going to USC to play Ali and Caleb Williams and and guys, and I can get all this money out in Southern California because from what I'm two and a half and three million dollars or whatever it was supposed to be, and you know the the day when the NCAA refused to pay players. Um, when they didn't do that, they opened themselves time, whether it be, you know, 10 years ago or, or now, as we're talking about the wild, wild west, pulling the narrative is no longer the boosters and the NCAA is powerless in this because these, the Supreme. So is it fair? I think it's fair to a point that these guys are aiming image and likeness, but it, it really is. Effect. I think people are taking and creating their own narrative and there's really no, no rules about it i mean we talk about miami and okay you know, you know they're doing their thing but the, the unfortunate thing is miami has a losing record right right now you know over twenty thousand people you could say south their stadium is not even in there there's no buy-in from the fans and you're you're talking about a class that's able they're able to pull five stars and kermani mclean i mean and it was at the last minute we all saw this and we were all very confused about this but who's giving money to that program and who's doing stuff it's the wild wild west i mean it's just there's uh there's no rules on it so if that's the game right now then that's just going to be the game that's played until it's regular of it you know man whenever we don't get a recruit that goes our way yet yeah, sucks and, and yeah i'm, I'm gonna I wish we did but everybody's able to do it right uh, the kid would play with play, play for Dion. Would he have ever been in play for Jackson State? Would would he or would he? NIL didn't exist. We both know the answer to that. So I I feel good about the fact that chance to play it gives the, the the schools that want to be great. It, it brings about a little bit more parity. You know, it's like the like you said the wild wild west, and, and I don't know how to feel about it. I re- new thing two or three years that we're into. The, this NIL deal, this in these NIL deals for these for these players. So I just, just there needs to be some rules. There needs to be some regulations. There needs to be somebody policing this because you know, it feels like they're going to be uh, they're they're going to pay for the the top players, and unfortunately, going to look good for Florida because you know for the last couple of years we played by the rule. Because I, I know we played by the rules, and until we start playing with the somebody else's playing and with we're going to stay in the same spot yeah i think that the biggest thing with nil is that when it first happened when it was like july 1st 2021 um everybody was thinking like oh this is this really cool thing and i think the intent behind it was athletes get to make money now and i thought the biggest impact would be 
you wouldn't see so many juniors go into the NFL now because they'd be making more money where Florida Gators fans, I mean, we saw it with, uh, I think it was Matt Jones was the running back that had a daughter and he went into the draft because he needed the money to in the NFL and he wasn't really ready for it and kind, kind of flamed out a little bit. And I think right. that that was one of the things that was supposed to prevent, but then it also brought apart the messiness of throwing money at kids for high school commits. And you see programs like, like we'll, we'll talk about Miami and I hate always bringing up Miami, but I feel like they're the team that's sure. doing it where it's John Ruiz or whoever the boosters are, are paying money for this super team. And they don't care about like ROI and people keep talking about what's the return on investment for you. And it's like, they don't care. Like they want to see their team win and there's no rules. So I'm not going to sit here and, and cry about it because they're perfectly entitled to do that. And if someone from Florida wanted to do that, they, they can do that as well. So I think that's one of the things where it, it's kind of been just lost, but, um, just one more thing before before I let you go here is Britton Cox Jr. got dismissed from the team. We're recording this on Tuesday. It's going to come out on Wednesday, but on Monday. So for us, yesterday, uh, Britton Cox Jr. got dismissed from the team. Billy Napier was like, hey, this is for the better health of our team, which I think is the biggest quote you could put out there if you're Billy Napier. You say, this is for the better health of our team. You tweeted addition by subtraction, and you're not the only person that tweeted that. So what does that kind of mean for the program and, and your opinion on it, of Billy saying, hey, this kid's not good for the health of our program. We all know there have been issues. We're going to trim the fat now. Well, I think you gotta you got to read between the lines. I don't think he's intentionally going to call it done. But Billy Napier's been on the job for less than, you know, less than 11 months. He felt strongly enough to get rid of very first guy getting rid of in the program system that there, there's always an option just now so you know there's an option for guys truly agree on something and enter a portal um now that the portal exists it's years um but this one this one didn't feel like like it was a mutual um felt like he had had to go and i think a lot of people think back to Happened at Georgia. What happened? A player during a game. Let me, let me tell you something. That's that's the that's that's the furthest thing down the team. There's been so many incidents, and I don't have to go into them. I don't even need to talk about them. But I thought um, enough stuff has been talked about that Brenton Cox just didn't have a great attitude. Um, I'm, I'm about a guy that says, "Hey, look, you know these guys deserve." We just talked about the NIL. These guys, are, I totally agree with that, but. That 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 attitude where it's about yourself first. Again, I think Napier pretty much said initially in his pressure that Judy was going to put up with that kind of mentality. Um, it's been accepted in the past, and I uh, outweighed um, that kind of behavior. But more than just a, a slap on the wrist, which was a punch during a game, or you know, even even during. I've done stuff in my, my past when I was part of the Gators. I said something to a coach that I probably shouldn't have. Coach didn't kick me off the team before that. This was multiple incidents. This was multiple things. Addition by subtraction. You have guys that are coming in. You have guys that are going to be a part of this football. And you have a, a great incoming freshman class. 
you do not need to have to that kind of behavior because Billy Napier is trying to build the Gators into the quote-unquote Gator standard when what Jim McElwain tried to do and what Will Muschamp, they tried to build it back to exactly where Urban Meyer had it, experienced these kind of, these, this kind of behavior. He experienced some of this stuff. So I, I think first and foremost, dispel the fact that he got let go because of a punch. It was more than that. It was definitely more behaviors that bravo to Billy Napier for not having to come out in his pressure and say, well, he did this. said, hey, look, it was better that he move on for our football team. And and obviously for Brenton Cox, it's, it's better that read between the lines. I don't think anybody needs to go into it. He's not a part of his football program anymore, but evil. I understand he's, you know, one of the better defensive linemen in the SEC. He's one of our, he's our probably, but at the end of the day, your talent's not going to outweigh your attitude or your mentality towards your, your other teammates. One guy is bigger than a program. Now you've heard that at the NFL level. You've heard that at the college level, and that's evil. No one guy is – my brother got kicked off our high school team because – and he was really good. But one guy is bigger than the program. And and, and hopefully, as, as Jayton Hill said in his – and, and this, was a, this was a message to everybody, and I hope it is. I hope they understand that, you know, you have a level of respect for the coaches um, and, and your teammates because if you don't, he's not going to put on. And that's exactly what happened. The Florida Gators right now are three-point underdogs against the Texas A&M Aggies this Saturday, which means, yes, I'm going to take Florida to – first of all, I'm going to take Florida to win this game because they should be favored. But I'm also going to take Florida to cover in case they somehow lose by three or less. But um, every time they've been underdogs, they have covered that spread. So – I'm going to let it keep rolling. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Yeah, I, I think that um, myself and many other Gators fans will say, thankfully, he's because I feel like for for far too long we've heard about these talented kids that um, – that, that it's just there's too many off-field things and they get away with it in Florida. And even yeah. Florida has a reputation as a school where kids with attitude issues and off-field problems can go and get by and, and they don't have to really work about it. And whether, whether or not you feel like that's fair or justified or not, that's kind of the feel that the program has from the outside looking in. And I'm glad that Billy's trying to fix it is, is what I'll say. Like, I, I'm glad that he's taking that approach and he's like, Hey man, like, like cut the crap. We're not going to deal with that anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I think the thing is, is that I'm probably more impressed than than disappointed. Uh, you know, I, it sucks to lose a player. You you always you're around them, you see them, you talk to them. But at the end of the day, we all cheer for orange and the people on the orange and blue to succeed, right? And and, and you create these. You and for me, me personally, these guys. But at the end of the day, you can't. You are not bigger than the team, and I hope Brenton, for all this work, he he comes to grips um, as he moves into the next phase of his life. He comes to grips that truth, whether it's on the football field or whether he decides to join a company or whatever it is, he's not bigger than one program. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too, where it's like we can say like, oh, like he had to go, sorry, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, ideally, you you hope the best for him still, and you hope that this is hopefully a bit of a wake up call as he's 
he said, you know, I'm, I'm pursuing the NFL at this point. So hopefully that's a bit of a wake up call for him. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Snell for joining the show. would love to have you back sometime and, and focus more on the current Gators and, and how to, and just the Gators moving forward. But thank you so much for taking the time to spend time with us. No problem, Brandon. I'm happy to be here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.